To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. On the huddle with us this evening, Claire Delord, journalist Hayden Munro, our public relations firm Capital. Hi, you two. Hello. Hi Claire, let's be honest, right, as parents, um, this is wonderful because it just gives you a free year of sending your kids to school and not having to worry about them. What I'm trying to say is free babysitting, basically. Um, I'm not sure I entirely agree with that because <laughs> I think there are actually probably more costs involved to you as a parent because you're going to have to figure out a year earlier uh, about, you know, who drops them off, picks them up, how you're going to fit it in with work. Um, I think it's actually a really, really good idea, but if you read the fine detail of the um, of what's been outlined today, it's going to take a long time for them to get it to the point. It'll take a generation of of these four year olds really before it's really fully embedded. If they're able to do that, I think it's a great idea. I think um, you know giving kids that extra confidence when they start school at five. I'm also personally, I've got to say, opposed to kids starting on their birthday. I think they give a great yeah. deal more confidence starting with a group of other children. Mm. So I think, you know, two or three intakes a year would be a much better idea. But, you know, in the UK, this has been going for some time and, well, for a long time. Kids have started at age four. They go in the year in which they will turn five. And they're expected generally, I'm sure that it, it fails in many cases, but they're expected to be able to do basic writing, basic maths, to be able to do a range of simple tasks in the classroom before they start doing their formal primary school education. When things like this come to Australia, Hayden, it it feels like it's not long before it actually becomes a thing in New Zealand as well. Do you see it spilling over? Yeah, I think it should. I think it's a really good policy. There's been a lot of studies done that um, universal access to kindergarten, it it helps kids' brain development, it helps their socialisation. As you say, it does really help the parents because Mm. it it is free childcare and you you can kind of joke about that. But for for you know, single mums getting back into the workforce, it's really helpful. So it 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 grows actually grows the economy according to a lot of studies, and it makes a real difference to the kids. Um, not easy to do, as as Claire said, this is going to take a while to roll out. It'll be expensive, but I think um, as more and more countries do it, we're going to have to keep up. Uh, the GDP figures are clear out today, not as good as um, well, frankly bad, much worse than expected. Is this going to uh, hit the government in terms of perceptions of how it's managing the economy? Well, I guess it will, but it's sort of like death by my thousands low cuts, isn't it? When it comes to forecasting, political polls, whatever, you know, they they are sort of sciences, but then from time to time there's a real curveball thrown. This one seems to have, I think, probably been slightly more predictable because we're still not very open yet. We take another big step next week with that simple lifting of the um, pre-arrival um, testing of, of our tourists and the like. That will help in terms of getting more activity in one of our major areas, but also really concerning to see that um, our primary industries were very um, poor performers in that quarter as well. Yeah. And I think that that probably um, indicates that we're not looking hard enough at getting the people in. We need to pick the apples, for example. You know, yeah. we cannot afford not to be exporting the things that earn our ba- basic bread and butter. Hayden, I think Claire's onto something there, and I think this is going to hasten and really ramp up the calls for the government to get out of the way of business so it can actually grow as fast, get rid of those COVID restrictions, get rid of the border restrictions we don't need, and some of the immigration restrictions as well. What do you think? 
Yeah, I think that's right. Look, no government wants to be presiding over numbers like this. The um, voters are already feeling a huge amount of pressure on their hip pocket. And I think that now seeing that the overall economy is um, has been as badly hit as it has uh, will be quite concerning to people. I think the government does need to, to move fast on immigration. They're very politically vulnerable there. You've got a new minister for immigration, Michael Wood. You know, welcome to the job, mate. Uh, here's, a, here's something you need to get, get uh, um, fixing up pretty smart. 12 away from 6, you're back with the huddle, Hayden Munro, Claire Delore. Hayden, um, Reserve Bank Governor Adrian Orr giving a speech in which he compares the Reserve Bank to Tane Mahuta the tree and then goes into quite a lot of detail co- uh, comparing things. Is this embarrassing? Yeah, look, as a former speechwriter, you kind of hate to criticise someone's work, but as a speech, I thought it didn't work either. Like, I thought that metaphor was really overextended and, you know, reflecting on the, the debate earlier this week about government departments using Tiao Māori or Te Māori in a really tokenistic way, I thought I actually thought that's how it came off. It um, just seemed like way too kind of far a um, bow to draw. And I think I think also that the other thing that I'd, I'd think is worth just covering off is the fact that, you know, or is under real pressure to make the case for the approach that the Reserve Bank has has taken and is taking right the way through the pandemic. Um, and it just it just seems like they should have been aware how much of an extra microscope they're under at the moment. Yeah, Claire, would you advise him if you were if you were his advisor, would you tell him knock this kind of stuff off, just focus on playing with an absolute straight bat? Well, it's his minister who actually kind of expects it because Grant Robertson sent him a letter in 2020, 2020 and I guess all governmental heads got it just saying that they need to embody a collective, a collaborative approach in Maori Crown relations. So he was responding to that. He's ticked the box in front of an international audience. He did, of course, choose Tani Mahuta, the greatest, the biggest we've ever had. Um, he didn't say, you know, we're a vigorous sapling doing our best to reach up towards the light of low inflation at this point. So, yeah, he drew a big bullseye on himself, likely to, um, you know, have a little bit of pruning in terms of public opinion. So, um, yeah, I always feel a a little bit um, uneasy about the um, appropriation of of cultural beliefs in this sort of context. It seems out of context. So, yeah, yeah, it's uncomfortable. And that is exactly it. It is just so uncomfortable for everybody at the moment. Hayden, do you watch much TV? I have to say, not as much as I used to. I saw those. I saw those stats that came out, and I kind of. I feel I'm contributing to the problem. Um, my the TV in my house, I only use to like occasionally play FIFA on. So I'm, I'm really letting the team down. Yeah, it's a great, great mindless soccer game. Really recommend. <laughs> <laughs> Claire, a text just came through as we're discussing it, saying the reason TV viewing is down is because the programs are rubbish. What do you think? I think some of the programs are terrible rubbish. There's a lot of fellas there. Um, but, still, you know, there's still a little bit of comfort for older people like me. You know, six o'clock, you think, let's see what they're going to roll out and call news today and um, have a G&T. You know, it's just a habit more than anything else. Um, we bought one or two new televisions this year and the younger person in our family had no interest at all um, on the grounds that, quote, I never watch TV. Um, so it wouldn't have mattered what we bought. Um, not, even, for- not even for the FIFA football game or... You know, Chromecasting no, the Netflix onto no, it. Nothing. No, though, every, everything's done on a laptop. Everything is seen in advance. You can mention the great movie that's coming out next week. And they've all seen it ages ago. You have all of this ahead of you with Iggy. <laughs> oh, yeah, but I was going <laughs> It's probably slightly illegal as well that they've seen it in advance. Guys, thank you very much. Uh, that's Claire Delore.
uh, journalist and also Hayden Munro public relations firm Capital.